Hey, this is Jay. Welcome back to the podcast where I'm reading through my book, Zombies Ate My Poodle. Before we get into the next chapter, I just wanted to give you a bit of a look behind the scenes. What I'm really doing is creating the audiobook version of Zombies Ate My Poodle. And the episodes on this podcast are the first draft of my recording each chapter. As I put each one online, I listen to it and realize what I need to tweak in my recording software and what I need to tweak in my narration. A big tweak is coming up starting this episode, Chapter 7. In the last six episodes, when Zach would talk, his voice was a little bit different than my natural voice. But in this chapter, Zach meets up with Amy, a girl about his age, and when I started thinking about a voice for Amy, I realized there's no way I could do it without making her sound incredibly silly. I'm a little girl. And in the later chapters of the book, there are several people running around battling zombies. So... I've decided that I'm going to switch to being just a narrator and not try to do voices for anyone. Well, I still may say brains, kind of like a zombie, but for people, nope. That means for the audiobook, I'm going to have to go back and re-record the first six chapters, which means what you heard here is kind of like a limited edition that won't be in the audiobook when it's released. Okay, that's enough peeking behind the scenes. Let's get into the next chapter where we find out how Zack is going to rescue the girl who's trapped in the treehouse. Chapter 7, Treehouse Terror Several of the zombies in the backyard looked as if they had teamed together and were slowly pushing a picnic table across the yard toward the base of the tree. Whether by climbing on each other or by climbing on the table, they were headed up into the treehouse. Zack knew he wouldn't have time to get back to his pack in the woods for his juggling balls before the zombies were able to climb up and get the girl. The only thing he had with him was the bullwhip. Hey, he yelled to the girl in the treehouse, whose head whipped around in surprise at a word other than brains being said. She rushed to the window and yelled, Help us! Do you have any weapons? Zack shouted over the sound of the zombie horde. The girl looked confused, looked back into the treehouse, and then yelled back, Yes, a whole box full. Why? So I can get you out of there. Stand back. The girl moved back from the window as Zach carefully climbed to the top of the fence. Yelling back and forth had caused enough commotion that several of the zombies broke off from the main pack and started heading for Zach, who was barely clinging to the top of the fence. The zombies were about as tall as the fence, which meant as soon as they reached it, they'd be able to grab Zach's legs and pull him down to feast on his head. Moving as quickly as possible while still retaining his balance, Zach crouched on the top of the fence and then carefully straightened up and grabbed the end of a branch coming from the tree to steady himself. The zombies were almost at the fence when Zach grasped the handle of his bullwhip, yanked it out of the belt holder, and let the ten-foot length uncoil below him. Two summers before, Zach's dad showed him how to crack the whip, making it sound like a gunshot, as well as use it to wrap around objects. Zack practiced for months until he could make the whip grab anything, including tree limbs above him. He had a swinging rope no matter where he went with his bullwhip. Now all that practice was going to be good for more than just show business and playing around. Twirling the bullwhip above his head, Zack aimed for a branch above the treehouse and, just as he'd done hundreds of times before, the end of the whip wrapped around the branch. Zack took a deep breath let go of the branch, grabbed the whip handle with both hands, and kicked away from the fence and the zombies reaching for him and swung toward the treehouse. 
The branch the whip had wrapped around bent just enough that Zack had to lift his feet to keep from colliding with the taller zombies. If they'd been able to move faster, some of them might have been able to grab him. His swing ended just at the window of the treehouse, and he grabbed the sill with one hand and scrabbled his feet against the side of the treehouse, trying to get inside. The girl inside reached through the window, grabbed Zack's shirt, and helped pull him inside, where he tumbled to the floor. Zack kept hold of the whip, and once he was back on his feet, he leaned out the window, gave the whip a flip to unwrap it from the tree limb, and coiled it as it fell down. And he felt incredibly cool that everything had worked so smoothly. Turning away from the window, Zack slipped the coiled bullwhip back into the holder on his belt and turned to look at the girl he'd come to save. She was about his height, maybe a little taller, but she was wearing shoes and he wasn't, so he decided not to count that. Her brown eyes looked scared and her voice had a quaver as she handed him a box. Here, and thanks for coming to get us, I mean me. Zack took the box of wet wipes she was handing him and felt confused. He wondered if maybe his face was really dirty or something. They're not wet ones, the girl said. They're a different brand, but they'll work, won't they? Wet ones? Yeah, you asked if I had any wet ones, and I thought these should work just as well as those. Zack's confusion turned to anger. I said weapons. Weapons. Why would I want wipey things? He tossed the pack of wet wipes aside and glared at her as the zombie sounds got louder outside. She snapped back, Well, why would I have weapons in a treehouse? That's not even a thing. Then tears welled up in her eyes, and she turned away and sat down on the top of a closed picnic basket. Now we're all trapped in here. We're all gonna die. And then she really started to cry, which made Zack feel horrible for lashing out at her. Hey, don't cry. Come on, I have a plan. We'll get out of here. The girl wiped her eyes on her sleeve and looked up at Zack with a faint glimmer of hope in her eyes. You have a plan? Really? Positive. Zack didn't have a clue how they were going to get out. It looked hopeless to him. Okay, that is it for Chapter 7 of Zombies Ate My Poodle, which, of course, is also available on Kindle and paperback on Amazon, and as an ebook on Apple Books. Join me again next time when we find out if Zack and Amy get crunched by the zombies, or whether they come up with an incredible plan to get to safety. Spoiler alert, it'll probably be that last one. See you later.